following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe, and I'm your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI. 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 AM, and of course, on Facebook Live. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, GMET's Moving and Storage, the best movers in southern New England. George Metz, friend of mine, great mover, 401 383 3369. And also, we want to thank Anthony Betancourt and Beacon Title and Escrow. Uh, they are the go to movers for the Luca and Murano team at Remax Preferred. And then, of course, John Dolbeck, the Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Uh, 401-321-4401 is the number for the Dolbeck team. And GMET's moving in storage. I want to correct the number. I misspoke. 401-383-6399. GMET's moving in storage. Now, tonight, folks, we have um, some awesome guests, and we're going to be talking about reverse mortgages. Okay? Reverse mortgages are something that uh, a lot of people are uh, have misconceptions about. And many other people, their only exposure or acquaintance with reverse mortgages is because of Tom Selleck and the commercials he has on TV. Well, they're, you know, reverse mortgages are a great tool for homeowners who have uh, equity in their home and you're over 62 years old. And I want to introduce our two guests this evening from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Okay, we are Bonnie Grant and Heath LaForte. Hello, Bonnie, and hello, Keith. Hi, Joe. It's nice to meet you. It's actually Bonnie Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I made that. It's funny. We were talking before, and I have in my head the wrong name, and I said it right before, and I said it wrong this time. I wasn't thinking. That's no, I why. I can totally relate. Not a problem. Thank you for having us Okay. Here. Thank you. And, of course, we also have Heath LaForte. Uh, thank you, Joe, for having us uh, very much. We look forward to the uh, interview and answering uh, Q&A at the end. Thank you. Yeah, so folks, if you have questions for, um, for either of our guests or for me about real estate or about re- reverse mortgages, 401-769-0600 is the number if you're in the 401 area code. If you are not, you're outside of the 401 area code, you can give us a call at 1-800-949-9674. in Rhode Island, 1-800-949-9674. If you're outside of Rhode Island, you can give us a call and we'll answer your questions live on the air. Okay, so let's do a quick introduction about 
or definition or clarification for reverse mortgages. How would you, for the for people who don't know anything about reverse mortgages, I guess, what would be the two, the elevator pitch for a reverse mortgage? Well, basically, what I always point out to people is that it is just a mortgage. It is a lien on your property, just like your current mortgage or the mortgage that you got when you bought, when you bought your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the big difference is that you are never required to make a monthly payment. You can if you like. Sometimes there are reasons to do so, but you never have to. And that makes a huge difference mm-hmm. in your cash flow when you are looking at your retirement. So that's the big thing. And then there's all kinds of other benefits yep. that a reverse uh, offers, but I think it's important for people to understand that. So what would be um, or who would be a potential customer or client who could benefit from a reverse mortgage? Well, you know, it's funny because um, so many people can benefit from a reverse mortgage because it can be used in so many different ways. Right. And most people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. So you have the, the classic scenario where someone really wants to stay in their home, but they are in financial straits. Mm-hmm. And we enable them to tap into their equity so that they can stay in their home and maybe get a little bit extra cash so that they can afford to stay. But then you have clients at the other end of the spectrum who have maybe a few hundred thousand dollars available. They think that they're all set, but who wants to leave two or three hundred thousand dollars just sitting unused when you can use it for tax benefits Mm -hmm. and all kinds of other uses. So it's a much wider uh, application than people realize. And that's why it's important to talk with someone and really figure out whether or not it works for you or not. Right. And of course, you know, you are all-knowing when it comes to reverse mortgages. You have a lot of experience and knowledge about this, so you would be the person to talk to. You know, uh, you're up in Massachusetts. We have Heath LaFort down here in the Providence office, and you guys are really, um, you know, running point to educate consumers in Rhode Island and in Massachusetts about reverse mortgages and how beneficial they can be to folks. Now, who would not be a candidate? So, who someone who meets the age requirements, what would make them ineligible for a reverse mortgage? Well, actually, um, the person who cannot afford to stay in their home even after they get a reverse mortgage. And that's Mm -hmm. actually what made reverse mortgages a little harder to get and made them a safer product. Because now we do have to make sure that between the benefits of the reverse and everything else you have, that you can afford to stay. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Another scenario that I always look at is, or that we always look at, is whether or not someone has a child under the age of 62 that's going to need to live in that particular home, that house, long-term after Mm -hmm. you've passed away, then it may not be. And then the third scenario is if you're definitely, absolutely going to leave the home in less than 12 months or Mm -hmm. less than two years, then it might not be the right situation for you. And then, of course, you need to have a certain amount of equity in the home, too, correct? Yes, generally 50%. Uh, You can have a little bit less sometimes, Mm -hmm. so we can still make it work, but generally... The rule of thumb is we're looking for 50%. Okay. And now, you know, one of the, because before, uh, just so everyone knows, reverse mortgages from 10 or 15 years ago were very different than what they are now. Um, Is that a true statement? 
Yes. Well, it used because to be that it was safer now. exactly, exactly. It used <clears throat> to be that anyone, all you needed to be able to do was be sixty-two or older and have equity and be able to sign your name. Right. And so a lot of people ended up in a worse situation because they really shouldn't be doing it. So mm-hmm. they they tightened up some of the regulations to make it a little bit um, more appropriate and mm-hmm. a little tighter, and then they also gave additional benefits right. that weren't there before that also make it more attractive so mm-hmm. they they did things on both sides of the equation actually to okay. better so, the client now i don't know who who, would be, who should answer this question what so let's say someone gets a reverse mortgage and they're in the house for five years and then um let's say they want to move in with kids or something like that so they want to sell the house, but it's only been five years. Is that something they can do? They can sell the next day. They can sell anytime they want. Okay. It's, the length of time just really impacts how much money they owe. Okay. Because the longer you have a reverse mortgage, interest is getting added. You're not mm-hmm. making payments. So what you owe is usually going to grow over time. Mm-hmm. And so, it, excuse me, it's just a matter of paying off the loan balance. Okay. So it, let's say if um, someone gets a reverse mortgage and um, let I'm just going to make up numbers. Let's say that it's a $500,000 fair market value house. They own it free and clear to keep it simple. Yes. Um, and um, so what would be, and let's say they're 62, okay. or they 62, 63, so they're on the young side of eligibility. How much money would they get? Do they get it all at once? Um, and then what happens when they eventually do die, if it's five years later or 25 years later? So that's a great example. Um, so we're going to say just for the ease of numbers, right. uh, if the house you said, I believe, 500, was 500000 Yep. So they're going to have about $250,000 available. Mm-hmm. And the... The interesting thing is that, um, or one of the many interesting things, is that they don't look to see how much you can afford because there are no payments required. So instead, they use a different formula. The older you are, the more money they make available. The more valuable your house is, the more money they make available. The higher interest rates are, the less money they make available. So today... Just for sake of the example, we'll say Mm $225,000 is going to be made available. They can't get it all at once. Okay. They can get most of it, 60%, Mm -hmm. whenever they want during the first 12 months. They can get the other 40% anytime after day one, year two. And at that moment, day one, year two, they have 100% of the funds available to use whenever you like, Mm -hmm. however you like. There's no restrictions on usage. Um, There are some uh, exceptions where you can get more of that money available in the first 12 months. Mm -hmm. But for this conversation, we'll just say that. So now, let's say over the first five years, Mm -hmm. they've been drawing money out, drawing money out, and they've taken it all out. Yep. And I've had people say, well, does that mean that that now I've got to pay them back, or does anything change, or what happens now? Do I have to get out? Mm -hmm. No. You can stay in that house until you pass away, whether you pass away in five years, or 25 years, Mm -hmm. or 35 years. Yep. 
The loan does not come due until it is no longer your primary residence. Okay. So you can sell whenever you want. If you have to move out because, God forbid, you have to go into a nursing home or something, mm-hmm. permanently, yep. not just for a little rehab stay, but permanently, um, then the loan is going to come due. If your children want to keep the house or someone else wants to keep it, they can simply refinance. Or if they don't want to keep it, they sell. They pay off whatever you owe, and then if there's money left over, just like with any other mortgage today, uh, you know, they sell, they pay off the mortgage, anything that's left, they keep. Same thing if they're inheriting the property. Exactly. Exactly. Really? The same. Okay. So the, so the lender doesn't keep the, 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 the profit. No, oh. no, no. It's just a lien. Yeah. Remember, we go right. back to the very yeah, yeah. beginning. Yep. It's just a mortgage. They're not participating in capital gains or anything else. They get the original money that they paid you mm-hmm. and interest that has been compounding over time but you haven't had to make any payments right. so you've had the use of all that money for all of those years and yeah. now you're out of the house they get what they are owed mm-hmm. and if the house is worth a million and you owe 500,000 the kids get 500,000 or you get 500,000 right you know we don't care what's left over and if there's a shortfall this is the beauty also yeah if we, if let's say, God forbid, you have to sell and it's a terrible market like 2008. Right. For people listening, if you remember that 10 right. years ago, uh, there's a terrible shortfall. You don't come up with any additional money. Okay. You're I just, not I just, on the hook. I just want to, I want to repeat that and yes. emphasize that because a lot of the horror stories people heard, whether it, you know, like these urban legends, whether it's true or not, is that they heard that people would get their house they you know, where they get a reverse mortgage and then they pass away or they whatever happens they have to leave the house and the house is worth less and now the family or the heirs or the individual has to pay the shortfall so yeah there were a lot of houses that were underwater 10 15 years ago but now if your house is underwater and you have a reverse mortgage you're you don't have to worry about that Correct. because there are kind of safety switches in place right it's a basic insurance policy really is really what it is is the federal government is insuring the lender Mm -hmm. that the lender will never take a loss now that means that is what makes a reverse mortgage more expensive than other mortgages now i will point out that all federal government mortgages va Mm -hmm. usda traditional fha they all have an upfront fee Right. So that's not any different with a reverse mortgage. And something that you know, first-time home buyers and folks frequently have is something called PMI, which is an additional fee that is added right. into your payment every month. And um, I don't, Heath. I don't know if you. We'll turn the camera on you sure. now. I don't know if you are familiar with. Uh, well, I know you're familiar with it. <laughs> but I, how, you know that, but that is something that pe- people. You know, may or may not be aware of. Want to give us a little yes. bit of an explanation? Uh, yes, typically of that. on the residential side, uh, PMI is uh, required anytime a borrower or con- slash consumer has less than twenty uh, percent down, uh, and it goes in increments and thresholds of five percent on the LTV. Uh, so traditionally, that same insurance will uh, uh, benefit to the lender um, that's uh, booking the loan. Um, so. Uh, Reverse mortgages are no different, and uh, we have to insure the residential side in the same manner when a consumer puts less than 20% down. Mm-hmm. Right. So, folks, so just, you know, in case you're not aware, even first-time buyers or buyers, you may not even be a first-time buyer, 
if you don't have 20% equity in the home, you are paying PMI every month. And that could be, I don't know how it's calculated. It could be 50 bucks a month. It could be 150 bucks a month. And that depends on the size of your mortgage, presumably. Is that true? It, it is actually. Uh, there's a few additional components through the MI. And yep. again, the LTV, there's a 5% increment threshold within the okay. MI cards. And FICO, it's also FICO and, and score. If you could driven. just explain MI for our listeners. Sure. Mortgage insurance is uh, typically an insurance that's added to the monthly payment. And it is required um, within the... Uh, uh, within the secondary market. Uh, so therefore, if a consumer does put down uh, less than 20%, uh, it is required that MI gets attached uh, to the monthly payment. However, there are some other options within MI called lender-paid uh, mortgage insurance. So the insurance companies will allow a lender-paid MI where a consumer uh, can uh, be passed a slightly higher interest rate and not have the mortgage insurance. And we call that lender paid MI. But in essence, the customer is still paying for it uh, through the interest rate mm-hmm. and the monthly payment. Wow. All right. See, that, that's something that this is why I like hanging around with people that are smart. That's something I didn't know. I learned something tonight. Hopefully, our listeners and viewers on Facebook also learned about that, too. So there is a, a lender paid mortgage insurance. But I think that the point that we want to drive home is that reverse mortgages, because they have insurances in place, that makes it safer, air quotes, for the consumer so that you don't have to worry about there being a shortfall when you sell your home. Just like conventional mortgages or, or, or traditional mortgages, you have mortgage insurance. So that covers in case there is a short sale or a foreclosure or some type of a distress situation. Is that correct? That is, uh, and, and along with the default. Right. Uh, on, uh, so technically, yes, Joe, yeah. uh, related to so that. So there are insurances in place which basically protect um, everyone involved in both situations, whether it's the lender providing the money or whether it's the homeowner, in the case of a, mortgage, a reverse mortgage, uh, who's providing the equity for the home. So they're protected. Um, so now... What would be, you know, Heath, we've been talking a lot about, you know, we want to get the reverse mortgages off the ground in Rhode Island. And I know that there are a lot of um, misconceptions about them. Why is Rhode Island a good uh, why should there be lots of opportunities in Rhode Island for po- folks to like reverse mortgages? Sure. Thank you, Joe. Uh, pleased to report to Rhode Island. Um, the overall housing stock in Rhode Island is roughly around 485,000 homes. And uh, the 55-plus uh, segment within Rhode Island that continues to grow uh, with age makes up a good fo- uh, uh, around 200,000 homes. 102 of those homes are actually free and clear. And the remaining uh, roughly around 104 have mortgages. When we go into the 65 plus uh, community, uh, this segment has uh, roughly 70,000 homes and uh, give or take 35 to 40,000 of those homes are actually free and clear. Within the product itself, and Bonnie can touch on this, um, there's a reverse purchase opportunity uh, within the reverse product, which Mm -hmm. I'm finding a lot of folks are not aware of in the state of Rhode Island. And I'll let Bonnie just talk a little bit around that. And the uniqueness of this product is uh, the free and clear homes that are carried within the segment of 65 uh, uh, plus of age uh, uh, consumer uh, that 
they can actually take their equity and transfer that into uh, a new home. And uh, they can go up to a one to four uh, unit dwelling because, again, the reverse mortgage uh, is backed by uh, HUD. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll let Bonnie talk a little bit about the uh, reverse purchase, which I find to be uh, a significant opportunity for the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> Thank that, you, Heath. Yes, yeah, well, thanks, Joe. That sounds Joe. really intriguing. It, it is such an exciting uh, product opportunity that so few people know about. It's like, it's like FHA's best-kept secret. And it is only about five years old that they mm -hmm. came out with a completely separate reverse mortgage that you can use to buy a brand-new home. And basically, the way it works... Um, to go back to our $500,000 home, mm -hmm. instead of refinancing it, you decide this is no longer the home for me. And it could be that you want to um, get some of your money out. It could be because there are too many stairs or it needs too much work, whatever the reason. So instead, you sell your $500,000 home. You have $500,000 in your pocket. Now, a lot of people think that they have to downsize in order to put money in the bank. But with the reverse purchase, not necessarily. So we're going to say that you find a home for $500,000 that you love because it's all on one floor or it's, it's on the water, whatever it is that you love about it. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to tie up all my money in another home. I'm going to have to look for something less expensive. No, you take a reverse mortgage and we're going to loan you about $250,000. we are going to stay with our 50% number for now. And so we're going to loan you $250,000 and you are going to put down $250,000 and you're not going to have any mortgage payments. Now you still have to pay your taxes. Right. You still have to pay your property insurance. You must, must, must do those two things on time because mm -hmm. that's how people run into trouble. But if you do those two things and you maintain your home, you will have spent $250,000 out of pocket to live in a $500,000 home. And what happens to the other $250,000? It's in your bank account. Yep. And so it works with cheaper homes. You have even more money. Mm -hmm. You could buy a home that's $600,000. And we'll loan you three hundred, dollars And you put $200,000 in the bank. Mm -hmm. But it really opens up the door to allow you to right-size right. as opposed to downsize. Yep. Right-size for a borrower. And it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal product. And it's um, it's just something I wish that more people knew about because yeah. when they find out, they get very excited. Exactly, and I just you know we're using the example of five hundred thousand dollars, folks, but this would work, you know, for not that there are many of them left, three hundred thousand exactly. dollar homes, four hundred thousand dollar homes. You know, the median price of a home in Rhode Island right now is about single family home is about four hundred nineteen thousand dollars, and it's a similar number for multifamily homes, and you know, so there are opportunities there for folks and. The monies could be used to buy another home. It could be used to, um, you, know, uh, you know, for tuition or things like that as well. For so that's the difference between the refinance products mm -hmm. or the purchase product. If right. you're doing the purchase, it's a it is a reverse mortgage. It's mm -hmm. just slightly different. Yeah. Uh, but you come in with the with the down payment mm -hmm. and we loan you the rest and now you you don't pay anything more than that really for the home mm -hmm. with the refinance product one thing that we didn't touch on that i would just love to mention sure because i think it's one of the the biggest benefits besides no payment and i just want it's a little complicated but it's really worth at least having an inkling to and that is that if you don't need to use all of the money from a reverse mortgage right away fha the federal government will reward you 
for leaving some of the money alone. Mm -hmm. And the way that they do that is uh, they will actually add a little bit more equity to that to that money that's sitting there. Mm -hmm. They're going to take the money that's sitting there and they're going to create a special line of credit. Very different than your traditional line of credit. Oh, okay. And it's sitting there and you can draw from it basically whenever you want. But whatever you don't take out, they're going to treat it similar to like a savings account. Mm -hmm. So they're what are they doing? It's a home equity line of credit. Right. They're adding a little bit more equity every month, every year. If interest rates today are 5%, for the next 12 months, you will get 5% on that money. Oh so gosh. if you have okay. $200,000 sitting there mm -hmm. and you didn't need to use it for a year, a year later you have 200010 Okay. And then a year later, two hundred and twenty-one. Now you take out twenty-one thousand to buy a car. Mm -hmm. You're back to two hundred. That two hundred will grow at ten. Uh, that five percent rather. Oh wow. Okay. Now, folks, that's that's a heck of a big difference. That five percent number than what you're getting if you have it in a savings account. Right. And the bank right now, which is probably about one percent. So, exactly. You know. Um, so again, this is another real huge benefit. Yes, and if interest rates go up, so does that number. Yeah, that's great. So. It's a, it's, it's a, it is why yep. people, even people who are not in financial difficulty, mm -hmm. it is the reason why people who otherwise feel very financially comfortable yeah. will, will tap that, tap into that because mm -hmm. where else do you get completely liquid, non-taxable right. money available? It doesn't go away if your yeah. spouse passes away yep. or has to go into a nursing home. The person remaining in the house mm -hmm. still has access to that, and you can use it for whatever you like. And if you don't use it, it just gets bigger over time. Yeah. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI. I'm Joe. I'm your host, and we have that. Okay. Uh, obviously, if the appraisal can't get done in that amount of time, mm -hmm. we will have to wait for the appraisal to be completed. Okay. And I should have said that right off. I'm glad you caught me on that. Joe. No, no, no <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's part, you know, we had a lot of it is just Completely. managing expectations right. and, and educating the consumer so they know what's going on. Because sometimes people are like, uh, you know, we've got a listing and we, hadn't heard i'm going to turn the camera back around sorry uh, we hadn't heard from the appraiser for you know the buyer i had the the i represented the seller and the appraiser hadn't contacted us and we were waiting it was like you know normally it's about two weeks and it was about two and a half three weeks we hadn't heard anything yet so i reached out to the buyer's agent and i said hey ray who's an awesome realtor um i said ray what's you know going on we haven't heard from the appraiser yet and he said well you know what the buyer they decided to change their mortgage. So instead of going with a VA product, they went with a conventional product, which actually turned out to be cheaper. And they qualified, and the house qualified as um, they did not require an appraisal. It was an, mm -hmm. They were able to do an auto appraise. Um, I think that was the term that they used. So that was great. So we didn't have to even wait for that. And everything is on track, and that should be closing on time or earlier. Uh, if possible, of course, it's a domino closing because my seller is buying a house down in Georgia. So we need to make sure everything stays on track down there as well. Um, now, is there a minimum loan size for a reverse mortgage? Excuse me. There isn't a minimum loan size because they determine... Um, how much money they are going to make available, and okay. you can take out as long as you owe something. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't take it out and and have any benefits and and not owe anything, right? All right, because it's still a mortgage. But you're not required to take out any money on day one. Mm -hmm. 
The one thing that's really important, though, that we haven't really touched on is that if you do have a current mortgage, mm-hmm. we will have to pay that off. Okay, that's a good okay. point. Yeah. So if on that $500,000 home, if you already owe 250000 that whole 250000 is going to be loaned out on day one mm-hmm. to your current lender. Okay. okay, we're going to pay that off. And why would you bother doing that? So that monthly payment Goes can away. stop. And that's a huge factor when you're on Social Security or, mm-hmm. or on any fixed income, even if it's a yeah. great fixed income. Yeah. You know, $10,000, $20,000 a year in mortgage payments is a oh, lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. It makes a big difference. So we will pay. And if you're if you only owed 50000 in that situation, yep. we're going to pay off the fifty. Your loan payment is going to stop. And the other 175000 that's still available is sitting there for you to take out if or when you want to. If you don't take it out, you don't owe interest on it. Yeah, okay. There's mm-hmm. no cost to having it sit there. The benefit is that it will grow. Right. There's no cost to you to not use money that you don't need. This this is like an absolute no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, That's so I enthusiastic. Mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I mean, folks, so if you're, if you're watching or listening and you're over 62... And you have a lot of equity in your home. Be sixty-two. You okay, don't have to sixty-two be or over. Yes. Okay, sixty-two or over. This is a fantastic opportunity for you to eliminate mortgage payments, or eliminate mortgage payments and have some cash so that you're not cash strapped all the time. And you can stay in your house, or you can buy a house that is you know more. Age, uh, you know, that you can age in place in or more comfortable, yes. And I just have to interject because there has been such a run up in market values. Right. You are locking in today's value Mm -hmm. because if once that amount of money is made available, if you, as I may have said earlier, the property value can go to zero. And once that money is in place in that line of credit, Mm -hmm. they cannot do anything to take it away from you. The only thing that makes it go down is you taking it out. Mm -hmm. So you really are locking in that money that you've built up. And if people are afraid that if the economy does get a little scary, that, oh, what's going to happen to home prices? Mm -hmm. It's not an issue if you've locked in that money. Wow. And I guess I have to interject a little bit, too, because passionately, I have to say, uh, within this product and within this conversation, thank you so much, Bonnie, for having us uh, or having you here today. Um, Passionately, I mean, the household income within this segment that we're talking about, if we say 55 plus, uh, and there's a segment that we're talking about today, and that's 62 uh, plus, but uh, the the household income is 39,000. Dollars, yeah, right. Uh, with a fifty-five in the fifty-five plus segment, mm-hmm. uh, well below the median uh, income in the state of Rhode Island. As uh, people age, that median income falls to twenty-five k, uh, wow. to twenty-nine thousand mm-hmm. um, uh, within that household, um, and that's where I'm very passionate. Mm-hmm. Particularly when the housing stock in Rhode Island, seventy-four percent, is built before nineteen seventy. Uh, 79 and not ADA accessible. Yes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a tremendous opportunity for folks who are in these homes, who own these homes to um, access capital to either make repairs to the home so you can live in a safe and accessible home or um, to buy another home that's more appropriate and then you could always sell home, home number one as well, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. 
So it, it's just, um, it's, again, it seems like a, a no-brainer. And, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, and, Bonnie. And Joe, I'd love to build on something that Heath also was talking about. And you were talking about my enthusiasm, but this is something that I actually get very serious about. And that is my concerns about people going from two incomes to one. Right. And so especially with widows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of because interest rates have been so low for so long, a lot of people who never thought that they would have a mortgage in their 60s or 70s are making mortgage payments, and they're taking the attitude of, well, we're using one Social Security check to make right. the payment, and we're living on the other. Well, God forbid someone dies younger than you expect, and I've had to go to people's homes in this situation. Now you have one Social Security check, and yeah. you still have that mortgage payment. And if you had gone with a reverse mortgage prior... You wouldn't have had any payment at all. So you would not feel suddenly this new bill that now you have to cover on one income. Or a spouse has to go into a nursing home. Mm -hmm. And now some of their income is going to the nursing home. Well, not only is there no payment on the reverse mortgage, but if you do have that line of credit set up, Mm -hmm. you can continue to draw from that money. It's non-taxable loan proceeds. Now, if you put it into like a bank account, you leave it there for months, it could get turned into assets. So I I really caution people to make sure they talk to counselors and such as to how to handle this. But Mm -hmm. um, when that comes out of that line of credit, Mm -hmm. it is loan proceeds, not income. Even if you take out the same amount of money every single month, like clockwork, it's still not income. And so you don't pay taxes on it. You don't include it when someone says, what's your income to qualify for this program? And if your spouse has had to go someplace else, Mm -hmm. that money is still available to to the borrower who is remaining in the home. Wow. And here's some uh, startling statistics yeah. around the subject matter that Bonnie's talking about. Um, 65, in the 65 area, uh, 52% of this segment is married. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26% is widowed. Yeah. Wow. So that number is yeah. going to obviously increase yeah. aggressively um, within this segment. Uh, to uh, Bonnie's point. Mm-hmm. Oh, and can I tell you one other thing that's really <laughs> fun about reverses? Um, so you don't have to be married to have a reverse mortgage with somebody else. Okay. Oh. oh. The only qualification is that the other borrowers also be 62 and older or yeah. older, and they live in that house also as their primary residence. So you could be 85 and have a 62-year-old daughter or son, right. whatever, and I've done a number of these, where they have gone on the reverse mortgage together. Now, they're getting a little bit less money on day one because we use the age of the youngest Younger. borrower. Right. However, that loan does not come due until both borrowers are no longer in the house. So that 62-year-old could could live there for, you know, 40 years and not have a mortgage payment, and that loan doesn't come due. You could do that with your best friend. You know, you could have one of these, like, group living situations where you have three friends who all want to share a house together. If they're all 62 and older and it's their primary residence, they could all be borrowers on a reverse mortgage together. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of a fun thing, isn't it? It's an awesome thing. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. Folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI, 99.9 FM, 1380 AM, and of course on Facebook Live on my Facebook page. And we have two awesome guests here today from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Of course, we have have Bonnie Gilbert, who is a mortgage advisor and a specialist extraordinaire (laughs) for reverse mortgages. And then we have Heath LaFort, also a mortgage advisor with... 
Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Bonnie's up in the Boston area, Heath is in the Providence area, and they are working in tandem to basically set the world on fire and educate everyone about reverse mortgages. And the more I learn about this, the more I think this is a fantastic opportunity for so many consumers out there who um, could really benefit from it. So if you have any questions, of course, you can reach out to us at the uh, Luca and Murano team, 401-232-4300. Or you can reach out to Heath, and Heath's number is? 401-641-0344. And you could reach out to Bonnie at? 617-645-8907. Okay. So go ahead. Oh, I just want to say, we actually cover all of New England. So they don't have to be in Massachusetts or Rhode Island. We can yep. take care of them. If they're anywhere in New England, actually all the way down to New Jersey. Oh, okay, great. That's fantastic. Now, do, so is it? Do you do a lot of um, the, the document execution digitally, so people don't yes. have to? Okay. Yes, you can sign an application online. We do a lot of Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. If you're within a couple of hour drive of where we're located, we we can definitely meet face to face. Yeah. But we between Zoom now mm-hmm. and uh, and the internet and signing docs online, you're all set. We okay. are all set. Together. Right. That's fantastic. Uh, that, that's a that's a really good thing. So now, how? And I don't know if, if you have this information at hand or not. What, I guess, percentage, either of all mortgages or of homeowners or of 55-plus people or 62-plus people are using reverse mortgages? Is there like, I would imagine it's probably still very small it and has a tiny. lot of potential it to grow. It is tiny. It's, it's less than 5% probably. Oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. So it is just a, and, you know, when you think about it, it's, it has been around for a while, but mm-hmm. it it used to be such a different product, mm-hmm. and now the new uh, reverse mortgage is less than 10 years old. And yeah. But I will tell you that um, with all of the changes that have been happening economically in this last two years and mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, with COVID and the mm-hmm. pandemic, so many more people are looking into it because they're realizing they might want to retire earlier than they had expected or mm-hmm. the market changes. And so they have so much money now tied up in the house. Yeah. $10 trillion dollars is in the homes of just people who are 62 and older 10 trillion dollars in this country yeah so it's a lot of money that people have been ignoring right and suddenly especially with the potential of losing that if the market real estate market drops off Mm -hmm. a little bit it's suddenly changing and that's half of the 21 trillion that is in residential housing stock today yeah oh my gosh it's a lot when you think about it, folks, so, you know, most people buy a home be- between 30 but le- thirty to 35, but you figure if you include people as young as 24 as home buyers, so, or let's say 22, from 22 to 62, that 40-year gap is equaled or by people who are 62 plus. And 10,000 people turn 62 every single day. Wow. So that number is just getting bigger and bigger. Okay. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. And then we have the, the, the largest transfer of wealth in the SECURE Act, which was passed in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge provision uh, within the SECURE Act in the transfer of uh, wealth. And a lot of seniors feel that they can't pay for the tax consequences if they do um, transfer their wealth to uh, one of their children. Mm-hmm. So the reverse mortgage can be used as a vehicle to pay for the tax to transfer that act, uh, transfer that asset due to the SECURE Act being 
um, revised in 2019. And, and one of the largest provisions of the SECURE Act is uh, the children, if the, their parent does pass away, uh, that transfer of wealth, uh, the beneficiary that's in receipt of that uh, asset would have to uh, take uh, the distribution in the first 10 years. Yeah, that's right. So, okay, explain, yeah. give me, give us an example of how that would work. So, you, uh, Sure. So, basically, you can, uh, what a lot of financial advisors with uh, the CPA network, what they're uh, attempting to do uh, to pass on a larger inheritance to their children, they're advising that uh, their money that's uh, in a, um, let's say, a traditional IRA, tax-deferred uh, uh, retirement, mm -hmm. uh, they're being encouraged to uh, transfer that uh, asset now. But there's tax consequences because it is a pre-tax plan. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're being advised to roll that money into a Roth uh, IRA uh, because of the, uh, benef uh, the benefits of a Roth. But they would have to pay for the tax consequences of that transfer. So a lot of the 65-plus uh, community feel that they can't afford uh, that tax that would have mm -hmm. to be paid on that transfer. Yep. And that's where a reverse mortgage plays a significant role in right. paying that tax. So that way they have a larger inheritance yep. and more control of that uh, inheritance to the beneficiary. Right. Okay. Oh, and so now you take <laughs> out the money, you take out the money to pay the tax because it's tax-free money that you're taking out on the reverse. So because one of the problems that happens with this when, when you go from a traditional IRA to a Roth is that you, you've got to come up with money for the taxes. You take out more to pay the taxes, and now you're in an even higher tax bracket. Uh -huh. So it's a spiraling effect that yeah. makes everybody nervous, and then people don't take advantage. Well, instead, you take out the money, and you take the money for the taxes tax-free from your house, okay? Well, now, um, let's say later on you, you make a payment, okay? Mm -hmm. um, uh, you make an interest payment because now you want to, let's say, get a tax deduction right. to bring down your income as well. And there's all these fun things that you can do. But if for any reason you do make a payment mm -hmm. on a reverse mortgage to get, let's say, the interest deduction, especially if you've purchased the home, mm -hmm. um, you can get that money back because you were never required to make a mortgage payment. You were never required to put money in. So they're going to let you take the money back out whenever you want. You could, so you could get a tax deduction mm -hmm. right now. Let's say um, you have all the closing costs and you want to pay $20,000 of interest, you know, mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Now you've got more than the standard deduction of that 25000 So this is where I'm talking about people who are not in the same financial straits. This right. is where it opens up this whole other door. Well, they make a payment. Three months later, oh, I wish I had that money back to go buy a car. They take it back out from the reverse mortgage. Wow. And another thing, if you don't make those payments yourself and your children inherit that house, make sure that they make an interest payment before they sell. Because now they have a big interest bill that's due on that property. They can make that payment, get the tax deduction, and then sell the house. And they will have had an interest deduction on their home. Wow. So they get to keep more of that capital gain. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that, isn't that fun? And we all know the, trans <laughs> the transfer of wealth that we're talking about within the provision of the SECURE Act, the sooner they transfer those assets, the better. Because yeah. we all know the tax brackets are certainly going up. Go mm -hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So now, what is the age at which most people you've worked with are when they get a reverse mortgage? So I would say the average age of the people that I work with are 
typically between 68 and 72. Okay. But it really is a big advantage to start earlier. Mm -hmm. The reason why people don't, I think, is because they're thinking, well, I'm still working, mm -hmm. so I don't need to deal with that. I, I still have my income, blah, blah, blah. And the reason they're thinking that is that they are not understanding or not aware of the line of credit growth. Mm -hmm. Because if you set it up at 62 and you have any money sitting in that line of credit, you might not need that money. You might want that money for in case you need in-home care mm -hmm. 10 years from now or 15 years from now. Well, to buy a policy, we all know it's pretty expensive. But even if you have the money to buy a policy, you might not qualify. Right. Uh, you could have a health reason that you can't get a policy. You set up the line of credit at 62. If you don't need that money for 10 or 15 years until you have a health product problem, if it was 200000 it's probably going to be close to a half a million okay. you know, 10, 15 years later, right? Just think yeah. about the law of doubling, right? right? So now you've got that money when you're in your 70s, and if you never needed it for a health problem, right. go buy a yacht. Right. You know? <laughs> so now question. So I know there are times when folks... Um, they're getting older, and it's like you've, they, you're, they're advised to put their house in a living trust or some type of a mechanism so that if they do go into a nursing home, the government doesn't take the home. So you can do a reverse mortgage on a property that is in a trust. Okay. Uh, sometimes it isn't necessary. So once you have the reverse mortgage in place, sometimes it isn't necessary to also put the property in a trust. Okay. Um, if it is in an irrevocable trust, a mm -hmm. trust that cannot be changed, um, there has to be certain language allowing a lien on the property. If it is not already there in an irrevocable trust or an mm -hmm. irrevocable trust, um, then we might not be able to do the reverse mortgage because you might not want to break that trust. But on right. the other hand, if you just did the trust a year or two ago, mm -hmm. it might be worth doing. If it's in a revocable trust, meaning yep. a trust that you can change, not a problem at all. It's okay. easy to amend. And uh, if you have a life estate, we can typically uh, do it where you have a trust and you have a life estate and your kids own the property. Mm -hmm. But we do need the kids to sign some documents. Okay, great. All right. So, folks, I just want to um, let everybody know well, my battery is going dead on my computer. We're going to be signing off on the Facebook portion of the show pretty soon. But um, it is a great opportunity for homeowners to look into, at least consider, a reverse mortgage. Because, you know, there, it, if nothing else, you could not have to make payments. And if you're still working, even when you're in your 70s, now more money can be banked because you're not going to have to make a mortgage payment every month. Yes, exactly. When you think about the growth potential of saving, if you could give a, a financial advisor or just put in the bank an extra $15,000 yep. a year while you're working, what that would mean to your retirement funds five or ten years from now, the impact is huge. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so, folks, you're listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show right here on WNRI 99.9 .9 FM, 1380 AM. We're also on Facebook Live. We're going to end the Facebook Live portion right now because my battery is dying. Um, so, bye-bye, everyone on Facebook. And um, then we are going to talk a little bit more about if I... if. You know, Heath and I have talked about identifying people who maybe this could work out for and why they should um, look into it. If you think you may be one of those people who could benefit from this and you're not sure, 
you want to reach out to us, okay? Um, because I could talk preliminarily with you about it, um, and then you know we could set up a meeting or a Zoom call with Bonnie and Heath uh, just to answer any basic questions you have. I know there are a lot of folks out there, you know, maybe in right here in Woonsocket who are living in homes, and let's say you know you, your roof is coming to the end of its of its lifespan, or you, the driveway is a mess, or there's something that you need to do, but you just don't want to dig into savings for that. $10,000, $15,000 hit. You know, I was talking with my great aunt this weekend. She's 99. Um, and, you know, she owns the house free and clear. She's very sharp. And she was just saying that, you know, she's able to, just like what you were just saying, live off of her um, late, my late uncle's uh, pension and her Social Security. But if she has to do something like put a roof on, she has to dig into savings to do that. So, you know, I would imagine she's not alone. Um, in that. So if you think you may be in a situation like that, please don't uh, forget to uh, give us a call, 401 232 4300. That's our number at the Luca and Murano team. Bonnie's number is 617 645 8907. Awesome. And Heath's number 401 641 Okay. I want to thank Heath Lafort and Bonnie Gilbert from Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation for spending some time with us this week. We're at the end of the time for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. We will be back next week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. WNRI Woonsocket.